2: FM 104's Room 104
0: podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
1: Room Four. it's Cormac and Saoirse when is the last time you went to a, a public bathroom or not, a shared bathroom in your office workplace and used the hand dryer
0: today I actually did it today but you know what it oh. does cross my mind because you told me that even the the modern ones where you put your hands down that because I'm so small that I'm probably getting hit in the face with a lot of
1: stuff you don't want to be getting hit in the face with yeah, yeah. Um, I remember hearing a story about that years ago saying that especially for younger children smaller people that because the blade things have the basin not a basin but you know there's it's like a little bowl or whatever. That, yeah. The air blows and it doesn't blow to the ground, it blows back up and it can cause <laughs> an awful lot of disgusting problems. It's something we don't think about. I mean, no. you think you go in and you wash your hands and you're like, I'm, job done. Yeah, I've Happy washed days. my
0: hands, I'm clean now and I'm going to dry them and also be clean and then you realise what you're doing, drying them is probably yeah,
1: worse. Maybe we shouldn't be washing our hands after the bathroom, okay, <laughs> this is maybe not the best public health message but somebody who conducted a study looking into the disgusting impact that hand dryers in public bathrooms and your office bathroom make and what they're spreading and why we should be a little bit more cautious about what we're doing from the university of leeds professor mark wilcox professor how are you sir
2: hi uh good afternoon very well thank you
1: um i suppose we'll ask right what was this study looking at in particular
2: well we, we, we've done several studies in, in this area and it, it all stems from i've been an infection control doctor in a hospital for most of my career and when i was first using one of these devices these um Air blade devices was the one I was particularly using. Two things struck me. Firstly, was that it was very hard to stop your hands touching the sides of the blades. Mm. And indeed, you know, I've got average size hands, but when you wash your hands, you're meant to dry wash your hands and your wrists. Try, to try, you try drying both of those in one of these blades without touching the sides. And of course if you touch the sides, you're touching whatever somebody else has deposited on, on those on those blades. Second thing was I could feel some of the some of the drops, presumably from my hands, hitting my face. and and that's another real no-no from an infection control point of view not only are touching surfaces unnecessary that could be contaminated but you're being splattered literally splattered with water droplets and those water droplets you might think uh, just contain water but actually they contain a mixture of water and and the bugs that will inevitably be left on your hands because you cannot remove all the bugs uh, from your hands even with a good assiduous clean Uh, the better the clean obviously the more or you'll get rid of but some will remain and, and, and sometimes some unpleasant ones and we don't need to be a genius to work out where they've come from <laughs> could remain on your hands. Um, <laughs> so, so we then did a series of experiments Um, first of all in a laboratory setting where we got one of these dryers and some paper towels and a a different sort of dryer, warm air dryer, you know, the ones that you wait for ages and then you give up because they don't dry your hands. (laughs) Uh, And and what we found by a variety of different experiments and one in particular where we we, we dipped the hands in in black watercolour paint and and the person drying the hands had a white apron on and then we we could literally count the number of black spots, the black splatters that occurred after each of the three different hand-drying methods. We, We couldn't Detect any splatters using paper towels. We could detect a lot of splatters beneath the warm air dryer on the floor, on the wall that the dryer is fixed to. But when we the air blade dryer, we could count almost 150 droplets on the person themselves or on the white gown that they were wearing. And that's just the droplets you can see and count. There'll be a lot of tiny ones, obviously, you just can't mm. see. Each one potentially holding bugs, we then went on to do other experiments where we we used real life washrooms toilets in in my hospital in a hospital in Paris and a hospital in italy and uh, what What we found in all three settings is these were two hot two wash two two toilets rather in each hospital. At any one time, one toilet would be using paper towels and the other one would be using the the air dryer, and then we'd switch them backwards and forwards. And we found significantly higher levels of contamination in the washroom, on the dryer, underneath the dryer, on the walls, during the periods of time when the uh, air dryer was being used versus the paper towels. That contamination was with things like... MRSA, faecal bacteria, including faecal antibiotic-resistant bacteria. So a a whole lot of things you just don't want to be there were there more commonly when the the method of hand-drying was an air dryer.
1: Um, that's it's inter- obviously it's one thing in an office setting but obviously yeah. a hell of a lot more serious when you're in a hospital setting especially now when you have things like the coronavirus going around that you're trying to you know as I said contain and quarantine and, and stop the spread with that I suppose is it a case of when you see a paper bin with the hand towels it's very visual and people might be like oh that can't be as clean as just having a, a dryer because at least maybe when there's a dryer you psychologically think it's cleaner because you can't see any of the dirty paper towels True. if that makes sense yeah I
2: think that's a really good point and, and, and these, these dryers sometimes marketed on the, on the on the basis that it, the most hygienic quote unquote method of drying and I think you're right, paper towels once they're in the bin, they don't, they don't look too pleasant and so on, but actually they're doing a job and the job is, they're drying your hands there's no arguments about that, and they dry the hands, and obviously anything on your hands the water and the droplets and the bugs in there go onto the paper towel, the water and the droplets by the other the the jet air dryers, yeah, yeah they're great at drying your hands, but they're literally splattering the bugs around so you can't see the consequences you might be able to feel it, but you can't see the consequences, but Whereas you see the the old you know paper towels, some of which won't be in the bin inevitably. But um, from an infection control point of view, you raised the coronavirus issue. You know, one of the public health messages that the government governments, World Health Organisation are, are are stressing at the moment is called "catch it, bin it." kill it so that cat if you've got a cold got a cold virus yeah i say the coronavirus you catch it by coughing and sneezing in a certain way either into the crook of your arm or into a hanky and you bin it and by doing that you're killing it if you have had a cold virus on your hands when you went into the washroom did your business didn't wash your hands properly then use one of these air dryers there is at least a theoretical risk you could be aerosolizing that virus on your hands
0: now, th- it's fascinating.
1: I've never washed my hands again.
0: No, but how does the air dryer compare to other hand dryers?
2: So the, these jet air dryers, and there are different designs. There's the, the, the blade type, which, which are very commonly seen. Mm. There are some others that... And, and the reason they're called jet air dryers, by the way, is because the air comes out at the speed of a jet for, at roughly 400 miles per hour. That's how they dry your hands, because very high shear shearing forces, literally shearing off the droplets off your hands. The other types are often downward types, so you put your hands under them and they, and they, and they, they, they direct the air yeah. straight down. They're, they are a bit better because at least any droplets and splatter is going down onto the floor, but some of those droplets will bounce off the floor, some of them will hit you rather than the floor, they'll hit the wall. Uh, and so on, so, and some will remain aerosolized. By the way, some of the experiments we've done actually show that you can splatter the person behind you when you're drying your hair, drying your hands, rather, oh, no. with, with, with these dryers. So, so I, you know, I want to give it into perspective and say, you know, am I saying these are, a, you know, a really dangerous health risk? I haven't got evidence for that. But when you've got an alternative that's containing the, the bugs that are potentially on your hands I think that's what you should be using certainly in sensitive areas like hospitals
1: and Professor just for the sake of sensationalising radio will you just say <laughs> it's going to kill us all if we continue using <laughs> hand dryers <laughs> and blades for, for the
2: craft I'd rather not yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <think> you, yeah. <laughs> but was... it's funny
0: how when those air blade dryers did come out and yeah, you know they lost were in... their mind yeah over them. There were, these are the hygienic ones and, and all the
1: fancy nightclubs and everything if you didn't have them you I, I suppose the Older ones, they just look bored, not boring. I know yeah. it's like whatever. Yeah. And, and then yeah. hand dryers as well. Maybe businesses are like, well, we have to pay for a ton of hand, you know, paper towels when we could just be banging one of them on the wall and job done. So I'm yeah, sure there's but, a cost. Uh,
2: yeah, you're right. Facilities managers, particularly the, the ones I know in hospitals, they love them because they'd have to pay someone to, to fill the paper towel dispensers yeah. over and over again and so on. So it makes sense from that. And I they mean also, that the paper towels don't get thrown down the toilet and block them as well. So I, I can see some practical attractions to these, but, you know, my, my job's an infection control perspective, and, and that says, you know, in this case, paper towels make more sense to me. Well, so- do you
0: know what they need to create? They need to create something where you put your hands in and then the thing covers your whole hand. It's like moves all around them and yep. then dries them and then
2: moves back. Yep. Yeah, and if you could suck the air in, obviously you don't want your hands then to be sucked in and swallowed up, (laughs) but if you could suck, suck the air in rather than blow it out... (laughs) <laughs> you're right. Yeah, that, that, that would make more sense. So there's your billion dollar idea. That's a
0: brand idea, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. Get,
2: get, get it patented, yes. I
0: Very will good do. Idea. Thank you for that. Yeah.
1: And give Professor, you know, he's done some of the research, give him 10, 20% of the company. Well, he and can then
0: research my product then and see if it's going to be... Test funded. it out in some hospitals yeah. around
1: the world and there you go. You'll be saving lives and making millions. This exactly. is amazing. Um, so is your um, recommendation, like have you taken out hand dryers from the hospitals you're in? Have you recommended it? Or what's for places that have, like hospitals that are dealing with infections and diseases, what's your recommendation for hospitals that have these either air blades or the hand dryers?
2: Yeah, well, I would certainly um, say that people should consider whether they should be there at all if there's an absolute reason why you can't have paper towels, and, and I've just mentioned one or two practical reasons yeah. then, then you know, maybe consider that but if they're, they're simply in there as a convenience and it's something that the facilities managers prefer, that's not a good enough reason. I think an effect, from an infection control perspective we should be reconsidering whether it makes sense to have these in hospital settings where there's lots of bugs and lots of vulnerable people, and by the way these toilets, particularly the ones in the public areas, you know, near the coffee shop yeah and so on they're used by patients by staff and by visitors they don't discriminate between the three and so the bugs can get shared around between
1: all three well I'm going to go around in a hazmat suit from I now know. on just because I'm just
2: <gasps> <laughs> well I used to feel really
0: sorry for myself because I would not want people to see me using paper sorry the paper towel or the tissue paper when I'm drying my hands because that's what I usually do
1: Oh, well done you so you're an infection control specialist that's without even am. Knowing it. yeah but no. I feel
0: I feel I'm being judged
1: uh, well you know what you're keeping people alive they're murdering other uh, Vulnerable people.
2: The last thing to remember also is that a, a, a big, bu- pardon the pun, bugbear of mine is, <laughs> how, how do you get out of the toilet, the washroom, once you've washed your hands Stop and it. dried them properly? Oh, yeah. Well, if you've got a paper towel in your hand, you can use that to protect yourself from being recontaminated by the door handle on the way out. Unbelievable. It's, not, it's another, from an infection control yep, perspective, yep. It, it means less contact with things that you don't want to be in contact with.
1: Right, so uh, Professor Mark Wilcox, you were leading this study over at the University of Leeds. Thank you for saving the lives of everyone who is listening right now and giving us that absolute gem. And I know you're under a little bit of time pressure, but listen, we appreciate you popping on F104 this evening and thanks for your time.
2: That's a pleasure. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.